Good morning. From the newsroom of the Financial Times, today is Monday, December 10th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Today we'll be looking at new developments in the arrest of Huawei's chief financial officer, one of the big four accounting firms opening up about sexual harassment, and an uncertain but monumental week for Brexit. Then we'll tell you what you can expect if Prime Minister Theresa May's Brexit deal fails in Parliament tomorrow. I'm Eric Krupke, and here's the news you need to start your day. Stocks were heading lower in early trading this morning in Asia following developments in the arrest of Huawei's chief financial officer, Meng Wanzhou. On Sunday, China summoned the U.S. ambassador to Beijing. Chinese officials are demanding that Ms. Meng's arrest warrant be canceled. And court documents cited by a Reuters report on Monday showed Ms. Meng stating she was innocent of the allegations made by Washington. She also asked if she could be let out on bail as she awaited an extradition hearing because of health concerns. According to the report, Ms. Meng says she was taken to a hospital to treat hypertension after her arrest. And the FT reports that accounting group Deloitte has fired about 20 UK partners over the past four years for inappropriate behavior. That behavior includes bullying and sexual harassment. And that's according to UK Chief Executive David Sproul. Deloitte is the first of the big four accounting firms to publicly release the details of their dismissals for inappropriate behavior in its senior ranks. According to Mr. Sproul, the company introduced new initiatives to combat harassment and discrimination even before the Me Too movement. The other big four firms declined to share how many partners had left over inappropriate behavior. Those firms are KPMG, Ernst & Young, and PricewaterhouseCoopers. Hello, I'm Henry Mance. I'm a political correspondent at the Financial Times, and I'm reporting from Westminster on Brexit. We're expecting on Tuesday evening the big parliamentary vote on Theresa May's Brexit deal, but it's just possible that the government decides to postpone that vote simply because the arithmetic at the moment is looking so bad. It's looking like it's going to be a very big defeat for the government. So if the vote does go ahead, most people expect a defeat, and then it becomes about the margin. If it's more than, say, 100 MPs, then the Prime Minister's authority will come under real strain. Theresa May could face a vote of no confidence from her own MPs, possibly a leadership challenge, or just cabinet ministers saying, time's up. Or the Prime Minister may be able to cling on and may be able to claim that she is the person who can sort this out. There's no obvious candidate to take over from her. The alternative is she decides not to hold the vote And her probable strategy there would be to go to a European summit on Thursday where she can argue to European leaders that she needs more, she needs further reassurance for her MPs if she's going to get this through. But I think the dominant mood at the moment at Westminster is real uncertainty. We're always talking about big weeks for Brexit and this really does feel like one. Thousands took to the streets of London yesterday to make their voices heard on Brexit. People on the far right turned out to support the UK leaving the EU, and others turned out to denounce the far right. So tensions are high going into this week. And if the vote on the Brexit withdrawal treaty does happen tomorrow, there are a few different options the UK could be left with. The FT's Shona Jenkins and John Eglionby are here to explain how those options could play out. Option one, May wins the vote. MPs could try to amend the last of the Brexit legislation, but the path for the UK leaving the EU is clear. Option two, 
May loses the vote narrowly. In this case, May has two immediate problems. The first, Labour may propose a vote of no confidence in the government. If a majority of MPs back it, that would lead to a general election. But it's unlikely that Tory MPs would support that. The second problem, Conservative Party MPs could put forward a vote of no confidence in May as party leader. They'd need 158 votes to remove her. And it's not clear they'd get that. If May survives both of those possibilities, she could go back to Brussels and try and change parts of her deal. Then she'd have to win another Commons vote. Option three. May loses the vote by a lot. If this happens, the government will be in full-scale crisis. And from here, there are four possible paths. Path one. Norway plus. Some cabinet members could support a soft Brexit solution. They'd try to replicate Norway's relationship with the EU. Under this solution, the UK would be part of the EU single market, just like Norway. But unlike Norway, it would also be part of the EU's customs union. May doesn't like this idea because it won't end the free movement of EU citizens to the UK. Labour isn't very likely to support this solution either. Path two. Second referendum. Jeremy Corbyn and the Labour Party could back a second referendum, but there are two big obstacles. One, remaining in the EU isn't official Labour policy. Labour wants the UK to stay in the bloc's customs union. Two, if Labour goes for another referendum, it would need substantial backing from Conservative MPs in order to ensure a Commons majority. Part three. A managed no deal. Some Brexiters believe the UK could leave the EU on World Trade Organisation terms. This would be brutal for the UK economy, but these Brexiters believe the UK and EU member states would try to limit the effect of leaving without an exit treaty. Path four, a disorderly no deal. Britain is scheduled to leave on March 29th, 2019. If the UK and EU haven't worked out the particulars, everything will be up in the air. If the Commons deadlocks, a disorderly, no-deal Brexit could happen. However, a top EU lawyer has agreed that the UK could rescind its notification to leave the EU and avoid no-deal by cancelling Brexit altogether. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. There is a lot to watch on the homepage today. We will be following SoftBank. It's set to price its domestic telecoms unit's initial public offering. We'll also be watching for a verdict from the European Court of Justice. The court is expected to rule on whether a country that gives notice of its intention to leave the EU under what's known as Article 50 can unilaterally revoke that decision. And Tokyo prosecutors are planning to indict former Nissan Motor Chairman Carlos Ghosn for alleged financial misconduct. Mr. Ghosn could be rearrested and face a lengthier detention in Japan. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for all the latest business news.